it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are taking a ride with us on the elevator this Monday. This Monday. How is everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. I know I'm doing fantastic. I'm pretty up there. And so we're going to share a wonderful story with you guys, but at the tail end of this session. So please stay with us because it is the most phenomenal story. We were actually going to begin with that story, but would rather end this session with that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about lists because it's the middle of January and a lot of us have goals. And so the question is... And resolutions. And resolutions, absolutely. And you can change your goals based on some of the things that you've already experienced. So I just wanted to share a couple of things that I have already learned. I have a list of 21 things that I want to do this year. And I added something on that list. So now what I do myself, Corey, is I can take one thing off the list and replace it with this thing. And so this thing is watercolor painting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had so much fun doing it. I just did my first drawing. And I got to say that that drawing or painting was phenomenal. I, I thought you had been doing it for a while just based on appearance, knowing that you hadn't been practicing that, but it just really looked good. Oh, thanks. That means a lot because I tend to overthink, but this experience, I am just letting it be and then naming my painting afterwards or doing a cute little phrase that goes with what I painted. Mm, Nice. Second thing is I had shared with our listeners and our friends that I was going to do a word of the day and use that word daily. Well, I got a little overwhelmed with the website that we're going with. It's Word Genius, and no offense to them, it is really genius words. Yeah. A little too much for me. I'm taking baby steps. And so I found that I wasn't really using the word. So I switched over to dictionary.com. Yeah. I just, I just like the complicated (laughs) ways and complicated words. And, you know, I I try to make it kind of a little bit difficult, but I understand totally. Right. And you have such an amazing vocabulary already. So it would be good for you because it challenges you. Oh, thank you. This challenges me, but to where I don't participate because it's so much of a challenge, if that makes any sense. So on dictionary.com, there's like really cool, engaging things like the colors of the emoji hearts and what they mean. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. And it reminded me of a word that I used to use. And that word is ergo or ergo which means therefore. Therefore. Another word that was on there that I love to say is discombobulate. For those who don't know, that just means to confuse or like mix things up. That that word is very nice to use when you are confused and (laughs) you don't want to bring too much light to the confusion, but more light to the word that you chose to use. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So it kind of deflects. Yeah, that's a good way to deflect. That's a good that's a good tip. All right, ergo, we're going to go to break. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. As you guys may already know, this Monday has started a trend or we've started a trend in that celebrating national days. I believe that every day is a day worth celebrating because it's a day that we're living. It's a day we're experiencing life. Above ground. Above ground. Yes. On Saturday that just passed, it was actually National Nothing Day. There's a National Nothing Day? (laughs) Yeah. So if you tell me I celebrate nothing, 
And I'd say, well, actually, there's a day for that. Actually, you are (laughs) celebrating nothing. Yes. So I kind of related the word nothing to our theme for January. Mm. And that theme we've been really touching on is on self-love. Sometimes doing nothing is what we need to do. And what I mean by nothing is maybe unplugging from your phone, social media, taking a nap, reading a book. And I know that's all something. So... When I was a kid, to say you're doing nothing was such a bad thing. Well, if I told my parents <laughs> two things, I was bored or I don't have nothing to do right. or anything to do, then they quickly put me to work and had me doing some strange task to make sure I never said that again. And so I learned not to say that. However, in this day and age, to do nothing may be a good thing because there's so right. many other things to get involved in doing. Exactly. Our plates are full. People need to pencil you in for something so small. Absolutely, our schedules are crazy. And you can easily overload on information you're taking in. I have done that on many occasions. Same. We are going to talk about a wonderful historical figure in our country, MLK. Mm -hmm. Because this airs on his well, not technically his birthday, right? Right. We celebrate it every third Monday of January. Just kind of wanted to share some fun facts about him, maybe stuff that people don't know or just need a refresher on what a, what a cool guy he was. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. You want to start? Sure. So uh, if uh, MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., were alive today, he would be 92. 92. Wow. Um, also, he is now celebrated in all 50 states, where at one point he was not. Oh, like what states jumped on late? Uh, Arizona jumped on late. Not quite sure why, but mm. the important thing is that they are now. So we'll move forward. Well, good for Arizona. Right Thank on, you. Arizona. <laughs> um, also, really quick. Yeah. Good information that I just found out myself is that his original name was not Martin. His father's name and his name was Michael and there was no Luther. But upon Mm -hmm. some traveling that the senior did and getting information on the Protestant Reformation, he was so inspired he wanted to change his name. From Michael to Martin and add the Luther. Correct. Wow, he was really inspired and sold out on the Protestant Reformation. Very. (laughs) So what was MLK's dad's name? Michael Sr. (laughs) I was a little discombobulated there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Did you set me up? (laughs) So he changed both their names to Martin Luther. Yes. Got it. I'm not discombobulated anymore. (laughs) Some of the facts that I found to be really cool is that during his time, he was the youngest to win a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm. And he was 34 years old. They cut him a check for almost 54,000. And guess what he did with it? I would assume he donated it. I don't think he would have bought himself a house or a car or anything like that. He donated every single last dollar back to the community. I can't remember everything, but like NAACP, he was really big on uh, voters' rights and things like that. So I was like, wow, right on. Nice. Right on. Another fact that stood out to me was that between 1957 and 1968, the number of miles this man traveled to get his message across was 6 million miles. So he literally walked his message around the world. Literally did. Wow. Yes. Uh, He spoke over 2,500 times. 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of talking. And yeah. I know we talk a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of talking. It is. You just get a feel for who he was. Like to be that sold out on his purpose, that is a lot. Yeah. Any other facts, Corey, that we found? I think that's great information and a good start. And I would love to hear the listeners post anything that they found out or any uh, facts about his life. Hopefully you can keep it positive and post it on jentheboater.com. Every day. Okay. Have we got to that time of the show yet? It is that time, you guys. It is this time. All right. I love when things blow your mind. Yes, me too. And this story, I promise all facts are true. Nothing is exaggerated because that's how crazy this story is. Yeah, we don't have to exaggerate this at all. Right. So speaking of lists, Corey and I have a bucket list, individual lists. Yes. And before we even met... This was something that has been on both of ours. So this was a treat. And I'm just going to say what that item is. It is a baby grand piano. And it was very specific to baby grand. Yes. Either baby grand or grand. Right. Well, mine was specific to baby grand. Grand's huge. That would have been pretty grand. Yeah, but that would have been too big. Yeah. So why did this end up on your bucket list, Corey? What's the importance of a piano? I love music, number one. Uh, Number two, as a child, I had a piano in the house and in the home. Moving forward, I always wanted a piano for my own home, being an adult and having a wife and and a family. I I just thought it would be really good to have a family heirloom like a piano in the home. So that was my rationale behind it. What was yours? Well, I grew up with a piano in the house and just really good memories like with my mom and, and my sister and even my brother. And I say it that way because he didn't like to sing with us, but mom made him sing with us. So we would all gather at the piano. I'd play and we would just sing song after song, typically church songs, mm-hmm. just good times yeah. with a piano. And it's different than having a keyboard, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. You know, so we have this situation go down right. where I'm looking for a baby grand piano and I was searching eBay piano shops. And a friend of mine said, hey, man, have you ever looked at OfferUp? And I had a bad experience with OfferUp in the past, so I was Mm. a little hesitant about doing it, but I did it anyway. So I come across this amazing looking piano. And what happened was this piano was beautiful. Yes. (laughs) But it was at a very low price. And that was a little alarming seeing that beautiful piano. For that price. Can I pause you? Absolutely. Because it was one of those moments where I say it's things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> and it was that when I saw the price and you showed me the pictures, I was like, something's something's off. Yeah, it wasn't a good hmm. It was right. a, um, you must be crazy to think right. that this piano was that say much. what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I had that moment of like, well, okay, it could, it might be too good to be true. However. I'm going to investigate and see if it's the real thing. And I I asked a few questions that would either run them off saying, why is he asking so many questions? How much does it weigh? What's the size of the piano? How soon are you looking to get rid of it? And if it was all like now, 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 and they didn't have any, you know. Right. And send us your money right now so you can have it. Because we have hundreds of people who want this. No no dimensions. No, you know, then I would have been even more skeptical. However, everything was on par. Everything was on point. 
And although I continued to look, I still had that piano in the back of my mind. Do you want to take the story from me there? Sure. So I went with Corey to, to go get the piano. And when I get excited or if I'm concerned, overly concerned, I'll miss the small details. So I missed the last number on this address. And so I said, oh, there's the house. Corey and I look at the house and it's this beautiful home, yellow and white, very pristine landscaping. And I thought, this is a good sign. This piano is definitely the one we saw in the picture. We just had an amazing deal. I'm so stoked. So we go up to the door and we have our masks on. Corey, you ring the doorbell once. We wait patiently and respectfully, of course, because it's like 9.15 in the morning. And I'm thinking, oh, they need to get up. Maybe they forgot. Yeah. So I ring the doorbell again and still nothing. And I we're, I we're looking at each other with no words, but we're looking like, oh, my goodness, we just paid for this mover. We just got got. <laughs> yeah. And, in a and big what way. What you didn't know is I had rang the doorbell three times. Oh, and I had already begun to sweat profusely. <laughs> and then I noticed there is no sound coming from this house. None. And so I'm like, oh, man, yeah. it's really about to happen. And this was too good to be true. Right. One of the things I wanted to say too, Corey, when you told me about the piano also and showed me the pictures is that it was in the city right next to where we live. Right. Oh, yeah. That was also too good to be true. Yeah. So all these factors are like, this is too much like, right. So anyways, we determined that we're getting gypped. We're going to lose money on this this mover. So speaking of movers, they drive up. Yeah. And the movers got the address right. Because then Corey put two and two together like, oh, wait, they're actually parking over there by that house. I had no idea that's what Corey had put together. I'm still standing at the house like, <laughs> you are not going to make me lose this money. Anyways, of course, there's no answer. And I see you walk across the street and you tell me, you scream out to me, we got the address wrong. I said, okay. So you went ahead and met with everybody. I slowly followed behind you because as you guys may know, I'm still trying to heal and recover with my right foot. So I'm walking slower. Yes. Right. But walking. Walking, yes, yes, thank God for that. So I'm walking and I hear a lot of chit chat, a lot of excitement, and it sounds like a reunion. Yes. <laughs> and so, it was. Right. So I go up to the house and I'm greeted by the most friendly face who's extremely ecstatic, like, oh my goodness, I had no idea it was going to be you guys. Like, how in the world did this happen? And I'm looking like, who is this? Because our faces were covered pretty right, much. Right. And I'm already challenged with remembering names and faces and all that stuff. She walked away towards the inside of the house and I looked at you and said, Corey, who is this? And then I said, oh, wait, wait, wait. I know who this is. You don't even need to tell me. It finally came to me. And of course, it, it was a friend, a very talented, wonderful person. And there you have it. So now we're staring at each other like, how did this happen? Because you were dealing with her son. Yeah. Right. And in, in buying this. So she had no, you didn't hear her or else maybe you guys would have got to talking like, hey, wait a minute. Right, right. And so- it's key to uh, understand that at that moment of knowing I know this person, mm -hmm. she knows me, and we're having this reunion, so to speak, even though we see each other pretty much on a regular basis. The excitement over the piano had just kind of died out because now right. we're so excited about, you know, knowing this person yeah. we're talking to. 
And then it hit us like a ton of bricks. We're here to pick up the piano. Right. There's the piano. Right. And there it was sitting right in front of us. Just the way it was in the picture. Just the way it was sitting in the picture. Yeah. Yes. So we got to talking because it takes a while for movers to load. Of course, the baby grand takes a while. So we met her beautiful family, got to talk to, you know, her husband, met the kids. And I had shared with her that, man, you know, this was such a treat. And I'm so glad that for whatever reason, you guys chose Gory. Because, Gory, there's a lot of buyers for this piano. Yeah, they had quite a few. They were trying to determine who to go with. Right. And um, out of the buyers, I was consistent with communication and asking for... Consistency. You know me. Yes. I'm going to keep on pushing. Just I got to have more information. I, I want to know what I'm getting myself into and then how it's going to not only benefit me, but add to our lives and not take away. So, yeah, we were able to have that conversation. And I'm going to say this for the listeners, because I know for a fact that some of you know this person as well. And so we're going to have that person on our podcast to give her side of the story. And that's going to be very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So there we are. And I tell her, you don't know how much this means to us. This was on our bucket list. And like we get to check it off. Thank you so much. They felt good because they knew where the piano was going. Right. So the story gets better, guys, because it just doesn't end there. Okay. We already got a great deal. Everything went so smoothly. We got to reconnect with someone and met her family and then i get a text about 6 30 at night and it's from her and she says so you know me and the husband we're talking and we really want to gift the piano to you and i was like say what like oh my goodness she said you know it was on your bucket list and Corey is such a lover of music and in a world and especially today where we just need to show kindness we want to gift it to you yes So, Corey, I like the way you explain it when someone is giving something, what allows for something to happen when you accept it. Yeah, there's something always happening in the so-called universe. I'll say it like that because it's not a universe for everyone, but there's this thing that's happening. And sometimes you feel moved to give. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel moved to donate. And for someone to stop that, I think it's a bad thing. I think you ought to let people give when they want to give and be able to receive when it's time to receive. We've given to people before for absolutely nothing. We just decided this is what we want to do. It's on our hearts and this is how we want to proceed. And it was that exact same situation and moment where she wanted to gift us something and give it to us. So we allowed that to happen without giving any kind of no, no, we can't. We have to do this. We have right. to do that. We just really wanted to receive that yeah. and allow them to have that moment. Absolutely. We graciously received it and, you know, thank the family immensely for, for the gift. So we have a name for her, the piano, and it actually came with a beautiful letter with its history. And I'm going to share briefly on that. Her name is Etsy. No, it's not. It's Esty. It's Esty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she was made in 1927. And back then, Corey pianos weren't made in big manufacturing companies. They were made by the hands of people skilled in this. So in about the late 1800s is when they started creating pianos. And in America, they were a hallmark. They were a staple in people's homes because that was the form of entertainment. Well, as the vehicle um, industry rose up and radio came up, pianos dwindled 
So a lot of companies shut down. And so to have this piece from 1927 come into our home almost 100 years old and just can you imagine the stories that come with this piano? And our friend shared the stories that she had with it. So we're just excited. It's a beauty. And guys, this is not a old looking beat up piece of artwork. This is a very well taken care of. It's it's just gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. I'm so speechless right now because what I want to say is I'm going to post some pictures of this piano so you get a chance to see what a true gift and blessing this was for us. Yeah, definitely a reason to celebrate. <laughs> Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. All right, it is time for the PS to this Monday's episode. And I have mm-hmm. quite a few uh, PSs. The first one for me, Corey, is that we want to say congratulations to our daughter, Michaela, her husband, John. They have a reason to celebrate, too. In fact, at the time of the recording, we got a call from them. They got the keys to their place in a city that they wanted, a bigger space, so beautiful. And it's just a joy to see your kids growing. You know, things checked off that they want. Adulting. Adulting. Yes, absolutely. So John Keela, congrats. Another thing, Corey, for a PSS is MLK. There is another fact I wanted to share. Okay. He really smart guy, obviously intelligent. Like you stated, he actually went to college at 15 years old. He skipped ninth grade and senior year in high school and went to Morehouse, followed in the footsteps of his father and grandfather as far as where he went to school. Wow. That is pretty impressive. Another fact, 900 streets in America named after him. And none after my name. No, not yet. Maybe maybe you'll get one. <laughs> maybe one day, right? Is that on your bucket list? No, because okay. most people have to die to get that. And I'm still alive. So <laughs> right, right. And he didn't know that he was going to be a national holiday either, because that happened uh, in the 80s with Reagan. Yeah. 1983. 1983. Yeah. Do you have any PSSs? Yes, I do. I have one um, that I can think of. I had thought I had another one, but this one is on the front of my lobe. So <laughs> uh, the movers that came and moved the pianos, they noticed the podcast setup. They noticed mm. the musical instruments. They also noticed that uh, we could possibly be musicians. Yeah. And so he inquired about that. And so we were able to share not only the ability to play music and be uh, musicians, we also shared the podcast with them. So I'm hoping you're listening. We just want to close this with remembering about self-love, celebrating nothing, take the time for yourself, you know, disassociate sometimes the social media, your phone, do what you got to do. And you know us to take the elevator Ergo, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.